So, uh, hey. Hey, what's uh, up? I don't know. Maybe like we just saw a movie. Did we? Well, we saw a bunch of movies. Well, yeah, we just saw a bunch of movies because we just saw the um, live action movies, yeah. live action shorts. Live action shorts. Nominated for Oscars. And guess what? This is part two. Part so if two. you didn't watch part one or listen to part one, we watched um, the animated, animated shorts. shorts. So stop this. Go to the other one. If you've already listened to that one, stop it again and let's do it twice. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. What's that from? Dodgeball? Something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I've never even mm, seen Dodgeball. Ben Stiller. Something Ben Stiller. But yeah, we saw the live action films. So we went to the, we so went hey, to the films. What? This is Michelle. Oh yeah, this is Josh. They should know that by now because they watched the first part. Maybe, maybe they just stumbled across well, this. Remember, and... I just told them go and watch the first one now. Like if they're not listening to me, then what are we doing this podcast for? They're supposed to be. You're listening not their to me. mom. I could be. Who knows? We're free people. They just want to do what they want to do and live their life and listen to things out of order. They're my subjects and they'll do as they're told. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Hey, We Just Saw a Movie. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're getting into this now. We're going. Yeah. We already. Going straight in. We already. Part we, two. This is part. We just filmed. We just filmed. I keep saying like we're. We video. do not have a we TV just, show. Not we're yet. not on a movie set. Not yet. Nobody can see us. Well, that we know of. God can see you. Well, we do have lots of cameras in this apartment, so <laughs> yeah. there's a chance that Flip something might be on. So yeah. it doesn't see us. Right. I actually have no pants on, so I hope mm-hmm. nobody could see. Or maybe I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to jump in. There were five, there's five nominated live action shorts for the um, 2020 Oscars, which are this Sunday. Yes. Uh, At probably 9 a.m. for L.A. No, it's here in L.A. So it's here, but it's it also starts, early. But it, uh, yeah, it's like at 5 or something mm, like that. Something. I got to yeah. figure it out because we watch. We got to figure out where to watch it because we don't have here. live television. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but it doesn't always work. No, it, did, it was a little stressful watching that, the Golden Globes. That was Globes. ABC, though. Is ABC live? I don't know. We Are they on ABC? We'll figure it out, guys. We'll have to go to if you're hosting Buffalo an Wild awesome Ways. Oscars party, let's know. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. All right. So the nominated live action shorts are A Sister, Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, Saria, and The Neighbor's Widow. Window. <laughs> the Neighbor's Window. Thought, you know what's funny is I thought it was The Neighbor's Widow when I saw it come up. And oh. I never thought about it again. And then when you just made that faux pas, I was like, wait, that's what I thought it was until I saw the whole thing. And then my brain just knew it was window. But yeah. So let's start All right. with the first one. A sister. A sister. So this is not an African-American movie. This is not a Tyler <laughs> Perry movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, or whatever he says. Uh, hello. <laughs> That's what happens when she picks up the phone. Hello. Uh, it makes no sense to you right now, hello. but as we talk about it, you'll see. So this lady, she's in a she's in a car, and she's acting really weird in this car, and she's sitting in the back, and um, there's this dude driving, and yeah, this is done in Belgium, so you can tell already that it's not 
um, the United States. But, you know, I was thinking, okay, well, she's uh, got this weird Uber driver. and She wasn't just, sitting in the back. She wasn't sitting no, in the back? No, she was That's in the passenger seat. That's how dark it was in that car. Yeah, it was dark. She was in the passenger seat. Well, that makes seat. It everything even more weird. <laughs> So she's 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 sitting in the car, and then she makes a phone call, right? She mm-hmm. calls she calls, she calls her, sister. her sister, right? So she calls her sister, and she's like, "We oui, no," and then like the saying subtitles, like, yeah. So so she's like, "Oh, you know, let me is the you know I gotta." So she tells the guys like, "Oh, I gotta call my sister because she has my daughter, and I need to make arrangements for her to um, to stay with her." So at first, with, it just seems like it's kind of an awkward date. Yeah, that they're running and so they're late, just, and she's yeah, calling her babysitter sister. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's she's talking to her, and you're like, "This is weird." She's acting all frantic, and her hands are all curled next and to her face. And she was like, "She was like, did you?" I know. I was thinking, I was like, "What's going on?" Because she like was like put her face against the window, right? She's like to talk on to the phone. As, yeah, as far away and discreet from this dude. And I was like, "Why are you in the car with this dude?" You know what is going on? You know. So yeah, that's pretty much like the beginning of it. Yeah. She's just talking and being kind of weird. And then you see the flip side of it, and you see that there's this lady in an office, and she's got a headset on, and she's like, "Hello," and then or whatever she says, and <laughs> so the lady's like, uh, "Oh, hey, you know, I'm gonna be a little late, you know, so if you can watch my daughter, blah 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 blah," and the chick's like, "What? Um, do you have an emergency?" And she's like, "Well, you know," she's we. Yeah, she's like, yes. yeah, so she was doing like yes because she couldn't say that she's in an emergency. And so she this lady is like every every like utterance of words that she's saying has to be very delicate cuz you slowly find out that this guy has kind of kidnapped her. Yeah. And so she the ladies the, at first it seems like the emergency services lady is going to hang up on her cuz she yeah. goes if you don't have an emergency I'm going to hang I'm gonna, up. I'm going to hang up. And so she says, she says, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then so she has to like give all of her answers like she's talking to her sister about taking care of her daughter. And, you know, so the guy's like, so they're on the phone like forever. For a really long time. Like When when you see her point of view, it's kind of short. But then when you see the emergency services lady's point of view, I'm like, yo, I would have jumped out of this car by now or done something because I would have thought by now he would have beat her to death. Yeah. And so. They're having this crazy like conversation that's like disjointed because from her point of view, it has to be yes or no or about her daughter. And so then they the lady asked her. Um, she's was, trying to get clues of like where she is. Right. So, she, so she's yeah. like, oh, yes, we're on the highway heading out of blah, blah, blah. We should be around this time. So so it kind of gives her a location point right. to start with trying to find this girl. And then, yeah. And then, then the lady's like, do you see windmills or something like right. that? Or wind turbines. We're t- we're trying to trace your phone. Yeah. Do you see wind turbines on and the so left? She has to go she's like, like no. oh no, and then she's like, oh, uh, oh yeah, that's what it was. So he, uh, the color she of the car. Asked, yeah, she's like, what kind of? What's the color of the car? And so she's oh, she says, can you tell me the color of the car? And she goes, no. No. And then she's like, um, you know, is there anything you can tell me? And then the lady realizes that she could use her daughter as the kind of vehicle to tell what color the tall. The car is so she's like, oh, she wears she she needs her red dress, and they're like, oh, okay, and so they start piecing this together by her using her daughter as a vehicle. And they to told get her we're gonna put we're gonna put a um, an unmarked vehicle on the side of the road on this highway, 
um, say the phrase, oh, I remember um, if you see our car. Right. So she's kind of starting to panic because she doesn't see the wind turbine. Right. It's been a while. She's starting to freak out. Like, how do they find me? How do they find me? And then finally she sees and, a car on oh, the side of the oh, road. Oh, but no, we forget about the part. Where he starts freaking out. Oh, yeah. He kind of starts He's to wonder. Like, well, you've been on the phone forever. Like, what's going on? He's like, let me. No, no, no. That's what happens. She asks, <laughs> she asks, are there wind turbines? She just goes, have oh, yeah. you seen wind turbines to the dude? And he was like, why are you asking that question? She's starting to freak out. Yeah. So. And he's like, why are you asking that question? He's like, what, what's going on? Let me talk to your sister. So then the she gets on the, he gets on the phone and she's like, What's going on? And she's like, and the operator now has to pretend to right. be the sister. She's like, what? She's like, what? And he's like, what's going on? He's like, why are you asking all these questions? She's like, I don't care. She's like, I'm just talking to her. She's like, I don't, I don't care where she is. I'm just trying to make sure everything's cool with her daughter. And he's, he was like, oh, okay. He's like, okay, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, he's like, wrap it up. So he gives her back the phone. I don't know what's wrong with this dude. Like, as a sketchy dude, like, why you would let her talk this long? And so they, they continue to talk, and she sees the unmarked car. And, and she says the phrase. So the thing is, is like this, what we find out really is this because she knew this guy. This oh, this yeah, was like a... Was. It's like, is it someone you know? Mm-hmm. And then she says the she dude's says name. She says his name, because, which isn't weird, because if she's talking to her sister, right. she can say who she's with. Right. Um, and so it seems like this is like a, um, this was like a date rape situation. Yeah. And so... Absol- yeah, friend or uh, something mm-hmm. so she knows the guy but she oh, yeah, also knows she's in danger him, like attacking uh, her yeah attacking her not like full-on but like when he's you know yeah whatever the beginning stages of his evilness right so um so then eventually she says the phrase where she saw the unmarked car and they find him and they pull him over and and um Saves the day. And so it kind of shows you like at the end where she's, you know, safe now because the yeah. cops have arrested the guy. And but she's still on the phone with the operator. Right. And so the operator's just listening. And so she's like, Oh, you know, did they arrest him? And she's like, We. Oui. She's like, Are you safe now? And then she tries to ask the girl's name. This yeah. which this is what seems like it's hard to be one of these operators because right. then she's completely invested in this girl's safety and all right. of that stuff. And so she goes to ask her name and the girl just says, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then hangs up. Right. So like literally this operator saved this woman from yeah. whatever this guy was going to do to her. But that's it. That's it's over. The call's over. Yeah. It's done. I've, I've heard that. That's kind of tough because, you know, someone's getting attacked and then it just cuts out and you don't know. You don't. You, sometimes you may not know exactly what happened to that person if they lived or died or whatever. But it made me think about the the Facebook monitors. How like oh yeah, that's like a seems like a less version of the Facebook monitors because they actually have to see actually see a crime happening, not just walk someone through a crime or help somebody or maybe hear a crime, but they have to go and literally watch crimes happen right in re, not in real time, but you know. And it's obviously traumatic to go through something with somebody or to hear someone being attacked, but then to like watch videos eight to ten hours a day of people being attacked or abused. I'm like, oh, so it's like, you know, that whole area of just dealing with people in times of distress or seeing people in distress and not having any power to do anything about it. Right. It's got to be pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we just we see this girl's 
we see the the one girl is safe and she's been rescued and the other girl is obviously very happy and relieved but then you also kind of see like this kind of not really unresolved maybe unresolved or like i don't know kind of just like lack of closure i guess yeah like oh yeah kind of just like okay well let me take a moment and breathe and then put my headset back on for the next one right yeah super intense yeah, I liked it. I thought yeah. it was good. I didn't know what to... It's called A Sister, so I didn't really know yeah, they what really, to expect, what that was. And so I guess this... This one was a super... Um, I was about to say Solomon. <laughs> a super Shyamalan uh, short film. So this this woman became her sister for yeah. uh, 16 minutes. And they were sisters. They were mm-hmm. bonded. Bonded. Through, you know, not She's, having jerks attack them. Yeah. Or getting... Jerks go to jail who attacked. So, so this was in French, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, French. Yeah, it was French. But it says Belgium, Belgium. but you know. Yeah, okay. People speak French in Belgium, yeah, I guess. Do. There's probably French people in Belgium, just like there's Germans in Argentina. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I like that one. And then the next one was, was it Brotherhood? I don't remember what order we watched these in. I think so it was The see. Window. Oh, Okay. To the window. To the let's window. The neighbor's window. This that was, was from uh, the USA. Yeah. So it started and it said it was New York and it said USA. And I was like, no, this is going to be some like puff piece. Or cheesy like, love story. Well, not cheesy, but I thought it was going to be some, you know, quote unquote, first world problem type situation. Where I'm like, oh, so yeah, like some romance or somebody complaining about kind their of kale is salad. about a first world problem. Yeah. Well, it's about an every world problem, I guess. Yeah, it's an every world problem. It's definitely, Mm -hmm. it was definitely more um, relatable and about humanity than about Mm -hmm. like nonsense, American nonsense. That's what I didn't want to see. Like all these movies talking about serious topics. Right. So, um, yeah, like this, there's this couple, they live in this, I guess they will live in Williamsburg because they show the Williamsburg Bridge at some point. And um, they have two kids and one on the way. Or three right kids. when it starts, it's two kids two and kids. she's pregnant she's with another. Pregnant. So yeah, they they sit down on their couch late at night, and you know they have kids, so it's, they got to do a lot of work with these kids and put them to bed and all this stuff. So they're sitting, and then this couple, they they're like, "Whoa, what's going on over there?" There, and there's new neighbors have moved yeah. in across the street, yeah. and directly the across from their apartment. Are young twenty somethings. They have no blinds. And, you know, they start, uh, you know, getting frisky, the cat with it. And so they're like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. Um, you know, they're just kind of like doing this. And, they, and it's like, so it shows a little bit of the couple, but then it shows their responses mainly. And, you know, he's like, wow, she's limber. And he's like, uh, uh, she's she like, goes, oh, she goes, he's really hot, hot too. too. And he's like, I didn't say, <laughs> he's like, I didn't say hot. I said limber. And so... Then you see... Then they have all this commentary right. of like, oh man, they're so young, they're yeah, just and doing they're free it. free and they can... Do you blah, think blah, they blah. don't... Do you think they really don't think anyone can see them or maybe they don't care? Or, yeah, and they're like, are they yeah. into that? Right. And like all that stuff. So they're going through these thought, these phases of arousal and jealousy and, um, you know, are we, are we voyeurs? Are we overstepping bounds? But they've got their windows open, so they're inviting us. And so, yeah, so... But you, the next scene I think is uh, the the wife is coming back from like 
taking the kids. I think she took. She spent the, the whole museum. day out. Yeah. She, so by this yeah, time, she's got zoo. all three kids. Yeah, like so she's had the, the baby. It's been months. And I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Until she said something. Yeah. Because she like comes in. She's like, it's been like three months. Yeah. She's like, she says, you're. We, she's like, you're. You're over here talking about um, splits and deals with this music company, and I had to deal with the kids and people are puking and pooping and all this stuff. And for some reason, you're not in your office. You're in the living she's room. She's like, why are you working out here? Yeah. Like, you know, checking these people out. And Meanwhile, so there's two beer bottles. And a pair of binoculars on the table. Right, right, right. So they just saying. Yeah, and then the wife says, and then you asked me for binoculars so that you can, you know, look at the take them to the mountains yeah, or take something. Take them to the Catskills yeah. or whatever. And so you know, he kind of calls her. I was like, "Yo, you're watching these people too." So like for months they've been going watching. through this arousal, jealousy. Well, and I think blah, it kind blah, blah. of morphed. At first, it was kind of a mocking, like, "Oh, look at these hot young kids." Doing it all over the place with no blinds, right. blah, blah, blah. They're so silly. And then it kind of morphed into like this um, more of like jealousy of their life. Like um, right. watching these kids have or these oh, you yeah, know, young have adults parties. have dinner parties and friends over and they're just doing it all right. the time. And they're and just like, like dealing with the kids. Right. And, and they're just so tired and, and don't look and, like they did when they were in their 20s. Right. And so it's kind of this just like longing to be young again right and yeah so then i think we oh yeah yeah yeah. so what was it one was it one night she was looking through the window and he's he, the 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 other couple the guy is looking really sad and the girl puts her arm around him and yeah so he has started to look not so hot and then he lost all his hair well, no. Before, so they before were like, that, "Oh, did he shave his head?" No, no, no. Before that, you gave away the pig or whatever the title is. The pig. I don't know sayings. So no, no, no. He was really sad, and I thought like his mom had died or something. So I was like, "Oh, oh you know, they're because okay. I think that's the thing in your like twenties or you know late teens, you may not have experienced a lot of bad things per se. Uh-huh. If you've had a decent, well, not decent, but you know, what I'm saying like." upbringing where you don't experience anything it's not that it's decent or not decent lucky but yeah lucky there you go and so you know i was like oh this is his first like bout with dealing with real life like there is loss so you know she kind of didn't think anything of it and then um she looks again and he's was he in a bed no the next thing was they were like is that the dude did he shave his head? Oh yeah, yeah. And they're no, like, like, "Oh, that is him," because he was up still walking around and yeah, and they like, know, this oh, and he that. Looks kinda, and he looks he's different. Like, was he trying to like change his look up or whatever? Right. And I was thinking, this dude has cancer, like, you know, right? Like, it's come on. And um, but they still have in their mind that these are invincible twenty somethings, right? And that their life is so much better because right. they're free and whatever. But we slowly start to see that. Anything can happen to anybody. No one's free. No one's safe. Cancer. So, so then um, her husband takes all the kids out so she can have a day off. Right. By herself. She's, she's and gonna, so. She's going to lounge. <laughs> she spends her time spying on the uh, the neighbors across the way. Right. And um, she sees that he is, the husband is in bed and that it seems that people are sad and they've come to visit him. Um, he's literally bedridden bedridden and so then she goes and she's like hmm, okay well that's sad 
Then she goes off. She takes a little bath and she has some relaxing time. And then she comes she back out. She seems like she was kind of like, oh, that's crazy. Like she seemed like she wasn't completely enjoying her bath. Right. Well, because she, she would have like, rather uh, been. She's doing it because she told her husband, like, oh, well, I'm going to go take a relaxing bowl. No, bath. but I think she I think she was kind of like, whoa, that's crazy. Like this guy's in the like, hmm. bed. She was thinking about it. I think she was thinking okay. about it because, you know, she went from seeing them being this amazing young Vir- 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 viral, not viral, not viral, viral, vibrant, vibrant, something couple. And now this dude's like, you know, bald in a bed. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. And then people are kissing him and like saying goodbyes and things like that. Mm. So I think she was, I felt like she looked like she, she was, was internalizing like, oh, that. That's kind of crazy. Like I'm over here having like this lounge day and hmm. chill day. And this person's like sick. So then she comes back out. And very speedily, uh, the coroner, I guess, the people with the, the body people, bag, the body bag people, come in. The body snatchers, oh no, <laughs> come in. Well, they didn't and snatch him. They didn't snatch. They they kind of snatched him up. But now I'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, they just they they come. They put him in the in the, in the ziploc bag, and then the <laughs> wife's like crying. And then they just take him out of the apartment, put him in a truck, and then just drive off. But the lady, she came out of the, she came out of the apartment and was kind of like voyeuring again, um, and sees the the young lady. Well, I think she wife. went down to because she knew she was going to be hurting. She went down to. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't think she knew what she was going to do. No, I don't think so. Either. I think she just while. she felt compelled to go down. Right. So then the corner truck drives away. And then the girl's there, and so she sees her crying, and she comes up to her, and she says, are you okay? Which we were talking about the other day is a weird statement mm-hmm. to say when you obviously know someone is not okay. When someone is crying really hard, and you just watched a bag be put in a car and, and driven away. You can't away, say, are you okay? It's, but, it's what else, weird, what yeah, but what else do you say? Yeah, but that was the funny thing I was thinking during the movie. is was like, what, what do she you say? say? Especially since she's been staring at her for at least a year or something right. like that. You know, like, what do you say at that point but she says are you okay okay? and she says yeah i'm okay which is the other lie (laughs) right because you're asking if you're okay which everyone knows you're not okay because you're crying and then you say i'm okay but you're crying and but because you want to talk to a a stranger i'm just saying like the way that we kind of process things right um at least the united states i don't know other countries people process it but so yeah they they're like she's like oh i'm okay and then the lady goes the young lady looks at her and is like Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And she's like, what? And so the chick's the chick's thinking like, she oh, she's, she's about busted. to out. Yeah, like yeah. you're the chick that's been watching You've been me having sex at and us. staring at my, my cancerous husband, you know, all this time. Um, but she goes, you're the lady across the hall. She goes, I think we share the same floor across the buildings. And she's like, oh, oh, we, we do? Oh, okay. She's like, I, I, I know this sounds creepy, but I've been looking at you and your family. And she's like, you have three kids, right? She's like, yeah. And a husband? She's like, yeah. She's like, your kids are so beautiful. And she's like, they're so funny. And she's like, me and my husband look at look at them. And we, you know, talked about how we wanted to have kids. And she starts like breaking up because she's kind of realizing that her husband she is says, not here. She says, my husband's been sick. And yeah. so looking out the window and seeing your family has made us, has brought him a lot of happiness. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then they, she breaks down and starts crying yeah. and they embrace and and yeah, and so it's kind of a flip, right? Yeah, it's like a flip because they're it's kind of the grass is greener type situation. Like they were hoping to be the boring 
tired, put on whatever amount of pounds right. couple. Have the kids. Yeah, they they were willing to give up the dinner parties Mm -hmm. and the sex and whatever to be them. And they were trying to get out of the situation of being a place where they can have sex and dinner parties and probably smoke a lot of weed and hang out, you know. And so it was just like this interesting thing because like she's complaining about all these things and all these problems. But she has a family and a husband that's still alive. And this lady who, quote unquote, had everything and all the freedom in the world now i guess has a lot more freedom but it's not really what she wanted which you know is not having her husband and not having that possible future um of building a life with him so yeah it was like uh it was pretty crazy it was um definitely another twist and like a different way to tell that story in a in a kind of like a parable not a parable yeah maybe a parable (laughs) or another word i don't know I'll think of another word, but it won't be while we're recording. Yeah. It's, yeah, just kind of like different ways to kind of think think about life. I think the the thing that really that really got me was just um, like I remember, you know, this was another one that kind of like had me remembering some stuff. Like I remember when my uncle was sick with cancer, um, you know, just coming by those two times when we went over there. And then like I kissed him on the forehead too. Hmm. And, you know. And I, I don't know. I don't ever even remember other, any other time kissing my uncle any anyway. Um, but, you know, it's just like when you know somebody doesn't have that much time, uh, you know, you just want to show, show them you love them, you know, and that's what that, what that family did. The people came by. They just wanted to show, you know, that they cared about this guy because they didn't know how much time was left. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a thing that lets you know, like, you know, just in, even when it's not great, like, trying to find the great things in life because you never know when, you know, one day everything's going to flip and you're just going to like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I was complaining all this time or I was sad all this time or I was wanting more all the time and I didn't look and see like what I actually have and just taking stock in that. It's like, okay, well, you've got two apples and you got peanut butter and you're like, I wish I had caviar and lobster. It's like, well, Apples and peanut butter are pretty good. Pretty good make, together. You could do mm-hmm. a, a good thing with with that. So it's kind of like the um, usually people use this phrase when like something is going wrong, or if like somebody throws a fit at the grocery store, they'll be yeah. like, you know, have compassion for people. You never know what people are going through. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so it kind of works with this too. Like if you, it's like you're comparing your life to somebody who appears to be the happiest right. people on earth on Instagram or Facebook. They could be, I mean, we hope that for them, right? right but right. You, you also never know. They still have to pay taxes and bills and like, yeah. oh, you know what I mean? So it's like the little snapshots are not the whole picture. Right. And so this, these, this couple was only getting the snapshots of what was happening in front right. of the window. And both of them were. Right. They were they were seeing like, oh, the kids are the so snapshots. cute and fun. And yeah. oh, and you guys look blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, they never locked eyes. If they were both spying on right? each other, how? What times were they spying also, on each other? Also, if this the quote unquote older couple, they were not even that old, but the the couple with the kids, They're probably forty. The couple with the kids were making fun of the younger couple because they thought, do they really not think we can see them? They didn't have blinds either. They didn't that have any curtains yeah. on their place either. So obviously, they could watch your family. I guess they just thought they weren't interesting enough. Yeah. Nobody cared uh, yeah, what they were doing. Yeah, that's what it was. They were like, nobody's looking nobody's at us. Nobody's looking at us. Yeah. But that was interesting. Anyway, it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What was it? Oh, yeah. And then there's Brotherhood. That one, that one was really interesting because 
it was um it was about something I know a little bit about but also nothing about. Right. Like the point of view of how do you deal with a family member who is involved with a group of people that you don't agree with. Well, I guess some people in the United States can kind of deal with that when we have Republicans <laughs> and we have never Trumpers and Trump whatever and Trumpeneurs. <laughs> Trumpeneurs. Um but so yeah, this this brotherhood story. Um, this one is uh, says Tunisia and Canada. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. First of all, oh, this was the longest one too, because the cast um, is mainly comprised of redheaded Tunisians, which yeah. is really interesting, um, and with really big freckles. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I learned a lot about just coloration. You think and, that was all makeup and hair? I don't know. Probably not. No. Like, I'm sure there's some sort of... Something. They all looked super related. Oh, you think they were actually... Yeah, we didn't look at the credits. I didn't Mm-mm. look at the credits. But yeah, so this, there's this family. They, you know, they're living off the land. They're goat herders, it seems like. Mm-hmm. In, um, goats? Sheep. Sheep. Because they, they killed the sheep in the beginning. Rams. I don't know. One of those type of things. Yeah. Something really, with a lot of fur. Something you can, yeah, you can shear. And uh, the family, they're doing that. They have three kids or four kids? Uh, three. Three, all boys, all for redheaded. Only two are there at the beginning. Right. Because it, it was interesting. The dad was like black hair, mm-hmm. um, like frog eyes. And then the kids were more like their mom. I think their mom had like brownish red hair. And so it was just funny because like he looked nothing like the kids. But yeah, so the two kids lived there. One was older, one was a little bit younger. And then um, the oldest son comes home. So I thought this was going to be like a, a, was it the the prodigal son? I did too. I thought this was like a prodigal son story. And it started that way. So the son comes home and he um, shows up. The brothers are super excited to see him. Yeah, the mom's excited, but the dad's not. And he's like, "Uh, what is he doing here? And then he shows up with this chick who is in a full-on burqa, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so he's just like, why is she wearing that thing? Which was interesting because you think only like only Americans are like that. They're right. The only, we're the only ones that are like, oh, why is, why is she wearing a burqa at the beach? She should be wearing a thong. And, <laughs> and it's a really tiny bikini, you know. Uh, but this guy's like, why is she wearing that, you know. And so you're like, what is going on, like? What what, and then you find out that the son went to go fight in Syria. Well, first we find out he went to fight, right? And so we're like, oh, okay, he's in the military or whatever, like, right? Yeah, so you know. So he was then, like, oh, okay, it's His little dad by was little revealed, yeah, of him joining the, which happens all the time, right? Right. Or they're just scared for him. They don't want right, him to right, go. Right. And he's like, your mother was sick. Yeah. You know, she wouldn't eat. You've been gone. You know, she was so worried. And we're like, okay, she was just worried for her military son. And then we find out he went to fight for... Dash. ISIS. Yeah. Yes. Not not the company that Archer worked for. No. But the, the, the real the ISIS. ISIS. The ISIS. <laughs> and not the Egyptian god, <laughs> the ISIS that we're worried about. Yeah, I did not see that. I didn't see that coming, coming either. So that's um, you know why he came back with this lady. That's why his dad was mad at him. All these different things, and he's like, "Why are you fighting this war that is not, you know, essentially uh, Islam?" And um, 
so you know there's there's obviously the usual like i'm the man of the house and you know you're gonna do what i say type stuff so there's the there's the back and forth with the his he says he married this girl that um is wearing the burqa and she, the mom asked her to help like wash, wash the dishes the dry or no, dishes. dry some dishes yeah so she takes her gloves off and then the dad comes out and the girl's embarrassed. She like know, hides she her hides hands. Her. And then the dad's like, the, the mom goes, can you go back inside so she can wash, you know, dry these dishes off? He's like, this is my house. Like, I'm not playing these dumb games. Essentially is what he's saying. And so then the girl feels, you know, she f- feels embarrassed. And then and actually the son, the oldest son, her, her husband, husband, goes like, hey, can you just take the, can you just take the, the hood off? The covering please? off. The covering, you know, and like, just you know this is our this is family just came please right just do this. so she takes it off she's embarrassed and whatnot and then um what is it so then the then the oldest son the next day wakes up the brothers and like let's go to the to the beach right yeah let's have some brother time yeah like we used to and go to the beach so they hang out and what i thought was gonna happen is i thought they were gonna go try to go fishing and the waves were insane so i thought all three of them were gonna die mm-hmm. um i thought uh, yeah fishing. i thought at least one of them was gonna die i was like oh no so then they're just playing around, having fun. And then the dad goes to the market, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like getting some stuff. And he's like, hey, man, can I use your phone? And, and the dad's still riled up about all of this. And I'm like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> as soon as he asked like, for that phone, I was like, oh, no. Like, what are you this doing, is bad. Oh, because first of all, we didn't say. The son showed up back home in a truck with his wife laying in the bed of the truck covered. So we, and then the mom says, you know, thank goodness they just didn't get caught by the police. So we got some sort of sense of like, they had to, they were on the run a little bit or they were hiding or something. Like we knew something. So you think that, yeah, he's done or killed some people. And even his dad like accused him of like killing people. And so, yeah, you think they're on the run and you're just kind of like, uh, you know, that's how the dad's singing. So he, he gets the phone. And so he's like, that's. You know, so the brothers are are hanging out, right? And then the dad comes back, right? And then the mm-hmm. the the wife says, "Oh, um, this isn't even she's pregnant. This isn't even his kid. I was married off to many men, and he was afraid to tell you that this wasn't my kid because you'd put me out and this and that." And so then, and so they had um they had fled from ISIS. They right. were escaping, um, from everything, and so they had. And he had, and while he was on the beach, the older brother was telling his his younger brothers, like, I really need to tell you, I regret going to Syria. Right, right. Promise me you'll never go there. Right. Promise me you'll never do this. And so he has all this regret. They had come home. They had um, escaped from ISIS and they had come home for refuge and to be back with their family. And the dad didn't really realize all that. Right. He was just in anger. Yeah. He was just like mad about the whole thing. So... Then once he hears the the wife say that, he's like, uh, Says, whoops. Take her to your sister's house and hide her. Yeah, and then the wife's like, what did what? you do? Yeah, what did you do? Classic um, husband overreacting mm-hmm. wife's, what did you do? So then he's running to the beach, running to the beach, and then you hear that. The, the kids the kids have come back to the house. It was one so of those somehow, like classic, like you yeah. missed each other things. Yeah, 
And so, or like in those movies where they go, the SWAT team shows up and then it's empty. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, and right. the guys have gotten away. Right. So yeah, they, they, they miss each other and then the sons are at home and then the police show up and cart all the sons out. And I was just like, wait, why are you carting all the sons they out? Like, were they taking all of them or were the brothers just kind of like screaming for them not to take the older one? It seemed like they they pulled them all out of the house hmm. at least. Okay. So that was kind of scary. And, you know, so then... We see the dad still yeah. running to the beach because yeah, he thinks beach. the boys are at the beach. And then it's just like a minute of him yelling his son's name, mm-hmm. like, trying to find him and hope that he's still at the beach. But then he realizes that they're not there and that his son is, he's just ratted out his son. He ratted out his son. And probably, you know, well, he got his son murdered for sure. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the, the, no one's going to be like, oh, you're you're a traitor to the country and we're just going to kind of. But we don't see any of this. This is one of those that it just ends yeah. with him standing on the beach yelling for his sons. And that's that. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to you dads out there. Get some info before you rat people out. Yeah. Talk to your sons about drugs and Communicate. Alcohol. Talk to your sons about ISIS. About ISIS. And Syria. So yeah, it was, that was really cool because it was just like a point of view in so many different ways that I've never gotten to see. And I think that's what's great about these short films is that it allows diversity in a way that um, isn't going to take a ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these were Kickstarters. Yeah, a lot of them were Kickstarters. And so people were able to... We need to, to start giving to Kickstarters. Yeah, I, well, I need to find out what these movies are. I I didn't even know that... When I see Kickstarted stuff, it's usually like music apps and stuff. Or so a printer that to, works on its own. And like yeah. it walks across the, the wall. Huh? I don't know. It's those little printers that move across things and... Yeah, the only thing I see is like goods and services. They're like this cool new toothpaste holder that'll squeeze the toothpaste out as you use it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool, but I'm not paying $45 just for I think a we have to like search. Yeah, I know, but then we got to figure out what these movies are because we don't get to see the movie in this finished fashion. That's we true. just hear like, hey, I'm from Tunisia. This I is the do story a movie I want to tell. This is the story. And you're like, okay, is it going to be good? Hmm. But yeah, I guess we could do that. But yeah, it's just the diversity of it all. Not just diversity in countries, but diversity of kind of stories and different ways to tell them that aren't like done by Steven Spielberg or, um, you know, Scorsese or something. There's different voices out there. One of these had a big name attached to it. It Oh, no, that was the animated. That was Hair Love. Yeah, Issa Rae and Jordan Peele was Mm -hmm. one of the producers of it. So yeah, so Brotherhood, this was good. This was a 25 minutes and it felt like a whole movie. Like it yeah. was, you know, like. Well, I think that's the crazy thing. So, like, a lot of these movies. You can tell so much story. Yeah. You think, like, oh, I need an hour and a half. It's like, Mm-mm. you just need 10 to 20 minutes. These are all under half an hour. It makes me wonder why movies are two and a half hours now. Right? Because like, they need all those all longing this. looks and all those. I guess there's no. Silent moments. There's no fight scenes in these movies. So, that's part of it. No chase scenes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, in all of the American movies, you need fight scenes mm-hmm. and chase scenes and bar scenes and. Sex scenes. All the scenes. So you scenes. add all those scenes together. Yeah. You get about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So yeah, Brotherhood. It was good. It was a little heartbreaking. Yeah. But it was good. Watch out, dads. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Two more. Let's do um let's do Saria next. Oof. <laughs> this is very very sorry of 
of the Saria story. Saria? 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 I think it was yeah. Saria. Yeah. Like Daria. Yeah. You got this one. All right. So Saria was um was Guatemala, right? <clears throat> yes. It's um it's focusing on these uh two sisters at a horrific orphanage in Guatemala. And mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say it's 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 I never think like you hear about bad orphanages, but I never thought of bad orphanages like the story they tell here. I was like, huh? Like a prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Saria and her sister Zemina, I'm guessing. Mm, that's um right. Zemina. Um It's better than I would have pronounced it. <laughs> so um so they're in this orphanage and it's you know, there was actually a scene that was a little bit like um like Annie. Like it's hard enough mm-hmm. life for us. But it was a real they hard like, knock. Well, it was real. Yeah. They were like scrubbing on their hands and knees or scrubbing mm-hmm. the stairs and like scrubbing the floors and all that whatnot. Um but the uh but you know this is rough because the lady walks in and the first thing she says is, uh, wake up bees and she's got like a um like a uh like a train like a wrench. wrench. And like she's banging it. Train And <laughs> she's banging it on the bar, all the bars of the um, bunk beds. Yeah. Waking everybody up, screaming at them that the showers don't work. So just. And you know it's hot. Get to your chores. Or it's humid at least. Mm-hmm. So they just wake up and immediately start scrubbing floors. And um, so they're all fairly young girls, like 12 to 16 or something. Yeah. Um, and I guess there was a boys section too. But mm-hmm. maybe they only like fraternized like when they had played. I don't really know. Um, but so anyway, it's just it's a horrible orphanage. And um, they have school. And so they're kind of talking about like well, how they ended up how, here. You didn't mention how all the rooms had locked metal doors. Oh, yeah. They're like locked in. <laughs> okay. So, well, I said it's a thing. prison. It would, I know. It's a, it just like, literally it was, a prison. You know, it's not, it's not like, <clears throat> oh, it was a prison because they made them do chores and it was dirty. It was like when she opened the door, I'm like, that's a metal door. And then when they went into the teacher's they were in the schoolroom, like, that's a metal door. Yeah. Everything locked. is a locked door. Like this woman has a huge key ring for all the doors. Yeah. Um. So these kids are definitely in prison. And they're kind of talking about how they ended up there even. Yeah. Because, so these two girls, their um, mother was murdered and the grandparents, or, or was so. it the other girl saying that her grandparents, One it was them. basically everyone's um, person that was supposed to be taking care of them just got tired of doing it. Right. And so they just gave them up and they signed the papers and, and then, you know, under the situations that you might be in, it's, <clears throat> it seems like for the best because you can barely feed yourself and yeah. whatnot. If that was always the case, yeah. it kind of sounded like some of these were just like tired yeah, of sure, being well, parents. Yeah, I'm sure that's a case as well. They're like, hey, I'm tired of this. I'm going right. to give you to these like people. When, it's like when people get Dalmatians after 101 Dalmatians comes out <laughs> and then six months later, like, I don't really want this. Right. And you're like, this, this is, dog's a, a, lot this of is a living being. Like you can't mm. just be like, meh. So basically, these kids were all all treated like Christmas puppies. And yeah. once they were too much work, they were handed off to this horrible orphanage. And um, these kids were treated terribly. And um, one of the girls that was in a bunk next to the two sisters was pregnant. Yeah, I was like, I'm like huh? Yeah. Um, but then we kind of see maybe how she ended up that way. Because... Um, how did she end up that way? Well, I'm guessing... 
uh, has something to do with the way Saria was treated. Um, so Saria, she acts up during class. She's got a, oh, well, also, meanwhile, um, she's still holding out hope, right? So she's got this whole plan someday that her and her sister are going to escape because there's this giant tree yeah. outside the orphanage. And her plan is they're all going to climb over this wall and jump into this tree and get away one day. So she's slowly spreading the word. She's working on a plan. Yeah. Um, but before any of that can happen, she's in class one day and she's kind of mouthing off. And so she gets sent off to go clean a bathroom or something. So while she's in there, all her friends get to go out and have some sort of Valentine's party. Um, yeah. And where her sister is out there kind of like talking to this boy and she kind of likes him. And so um, meanwhile, Saria is cleaning a bathroom. And um, then the the teacher lady or the headmaster lady. Uh, yeah, headmaster. <laughs> Headmistress. Uh, right. Person. Comes in with this man and she's like, we have several more like her. But will she do? And so the man kind of looks at her and is like, she'll do. And then they drag her out of the room and that's all we know. Right. So and, she's uh, a headmaster, uh, warden slash pimp. Pimp, right. So the next time we see Saria, she's being tossed back into the dorm room or barracks, really. Yeah. Um, and um, she's clearly upset. She's been abused and attacked and we know what else has happened to her. Um, and so she's been raped and all this. And so that's how I'm assuming that her friend is ended up pregnant. Right. Is because this happened to her as well. Right. So they, you know, the friend and the sister scoop her up off the floor and kind of comfort her. And, um, so now she's doubly motivated to get out of here. Yeah. Um, so after some time they get together this plan. And so the, they start a riot. The girls start a riot outside. Well, the, the, the two girls are talking. And then she's telling her that this boy that the the other sister says that, you know, the boy that she was at the dance with wants to help them and he's on their side. And she's like, I don't really trust that, but I guess if you say so. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they help this plan to, you know, get everybody out of there. Yeah. So then it became like this giant plan. So yeah, like all the girls yeah, yeah. are outside causing a ruckus, screaming. And, um, and then the boys inside cause a little dust up and they attacked somebody. They started a fake fight and then started attacking the guards. And so then they got out and snuck up on the, um, the other people, the guards facing the girls. Right. So they kind of attacked them from behind. It's it's all these, it's so sad because it's all these like 12 year olds, 12 to 17 year olds staging a prison break. Yeah. It's like Lord of the Flies against, um, prison wardens right so then they all start jumping into this tree and um some of them make it down the tree okay some of them completely completely miss just just smash into the ground um but then they all take off running it's a lot of kids yeah it looked like a zombie movie yeah running running yeah and i started thinking about that i was like oh man like they are just running but this was not like like those disaster movies where, or I don't know, where you have like a plan and you have like your bag packed and like right. food supplies. Like these kids just took off running. Right. Well, they have they got nothing. nothing. Well, that's true. They got nothing anyway. But so they literally got nothing. So they take off running through the fields and through the woods and they're trying to hide. And um, it's nighttime and it looks cold. And um, this was the, the impressive little boy. He um so it's the sister 
the sisters and the boy are together now. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so they hear the guards coming and they hear the dogs looking for him. And so he's like, you know, I love you. I'm going to go. The classic move. Right. Like, I'm going to go scare away the dogs. You guys hide here until it's all safe. And so he basically gives himself up. And so they grab him and they start beating him. And so he's trying, he's hoping he's going to be the distraction to save the girls. And um, it didn't work. And so they ended up recapturing. I wonder if they got all of them or if like any kids made it out. They got I don't a know. lot of them. I yeah. Know that. So they basically rounded them all back up and um, took them back and uh, locked all the girls into a room. And the, uh, the warden lady just sat outside the room. And so. Uh, they were all locked in there. And so the sisters were kind of um, kind of thinking forward like their hopes for the future, right? So they're having this talk about how like, I didn't like your boyfriend at first, but now I do. And I hope mm -hmm. I have crazy stupid love like that someday. Yeah. So the older sister's like, you will. And <clears throat> they're being hopeful. And there's a couple other girls in the room. And, um, they're like, I know how to get the doors open. And so we think she starts a fire, I'm assuming, because she's yeah. got a lighter. And so all we know is from the outside, the um, headmistress lady is just sitting outside the door. And um, we start to see flames and we start to see smoke. And then we start to hear the girl screaming, like, open the door, open the door, open the door. She just sits there and doesn't open a door. And so they're all screaming. And then it starts getting panicky. And... Um, and then that's how it ended, right? And then it went to yeah. It well, it shows the fire starting to build from under the under the door, the seam of the the metal door and the ground, and she's just sitting there like eating yeah, eating McDonald's or whatever, yeah, delivery yeah. or whatever. So then we're reminded that this was based on a real right, uh, real events. Yeah, real orphanage. Mm hmm. And, and um, what did it said forty one girls. Yeah. Burned in that room and that it was a long time before they opened the door. Like nine or ten minutes. Yeah. Or something like that. That they yeah, they didn't open up the door. And then uh no one was ever no one held prosecuted accountable. or held accountable or anything for the death of these girls. So the movie was done in honor of these girls and to widen the um uh the the knowledge of what went on there. So that was that was another like surprising thing because obviously all these other stories were based on you know things that happen and things that have happened sort of but this was based on like a real story that happened to real girls and I think the the thing that really struck me when I when I started to I was thinking the same thing with that girl when she was pregnant and then I think the I think I started already thinking that way before we saw. Um, the what's her name? Sara, Sara, Saria, Saria. Once before we saw her attack, I immediately thought about girls who ended up pregnant. Um, I was thinking about like the fifties when girls would end up pregnant and they'd be shipped off, and everybody would call her a hussy or a whore or whatever, and they would assume that she had found some older man or shacked up with her boyfriend and was lying. But she was a she could have been attacked by somebody. Mm -hmm. But they were like, "Oh, I knew you were fast and this and that and whatever." But especially in that day and age, you were too ashamed even to say that someone attacked you. 
because it still reflected on you. And it's like, what did you do or whatever? So I like I started thinking that. And then when she came back in, I was like, oh, man, like that's got to be pretty insane, you know, to to go through something like that. And then, you you know, whether you're in an orphanage or in a jail or, uh, you know, out in in, in the open um for you to have something like that happen to you and then you can't say anything because the person that did it is obviously older than you if you're 13 or 12 and then maybe a family member or mm-hmm. someone who has power a teacher or something like that like what are you gonna say right you Except don't think anybody's just, gonna believe yeah, you yeah you just take it you're like okay everybody said i was a whore so i guess that's what i am and blah 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 and so yeah it was i was like oh man that's like insane this place is supposed to be um it's hard enough being an orphan um or being given um away and then people are just taking advantage of you and it's like oh that's and then also being not let out of a room that's on fire and i'm just like man that's like why it's like human trafficking to... without the trafficking sort right. of like it's human, all in one place it, yeah it's um yeah not kidnapping yeah i don't know what the word is it's kind of like misery or whatever mm. the movie misery kind of situation but yeah, it, it was it was it was crazy because I was just like, man, you know, like stuff like this happens in the world, and people think it's just like perfectly okay to do something like that just because the person isn't as well off as you or doesn't have what you. Well, have. how do you sit outside a door for nine minutes listening to these kids scream about fire? Well, you first of all, she was an evil person. Second yeah. of all that's being vindictive because yeah they overthrew everybody yeah that's and then that also was. the girl almost yeah. beat her with a pipe so her thinking is like oh well these kids suck anyway nobody wants them they're getting they're what trash. they deserved and then they tried to escape and they wasted my whole day of me trying to chase them so they're gonna get what they deserve yeah so, so they um twisted. at the end of it they listed all 41 girls names yeah um which you know, that was kind of the point of this whole thing is they wanted to tell the story. Um, so they definitely wanted to show everyone these were real kids. Right. And real people. Um, and also, they said that the cast, they thanked, a, they thanked an orphanage because the cast was, I don't know if all the cast or if they said the cast some of the cast, the, yeah, the cast was orphans. So, um, they said we'd like to thank the from the blah 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 orphanage yeah so they used which was amazing to me because i wouldn't think that they weren't obviously they're playing people in an orphanage so it's not like it's a you know it's like right kevin garnett played himself in uncut gems it's like it's a huge stretch i guess i was just wondering if like the main girl was an orphan or if she was an actress yeah maybe she's an orphan actress i don't know maybe but i I thought she was really good yeah, yeah, I liked I her. Yeah, I, they were all, I, I would yeah. have never thought, oh, these are just random kids from an orphanage. Right. You know, I've seen kids from like a normal school put on a play and it was horrible. <laughs> so I'm like, right. if these 13 year old kids can yeah. going through what they're going through, being in orphanages, um, and they can pull off these performances, I'm like, oh, that's pretty amazing. Um, so yeah, like the, all the other movies, it showed them um, s- seeing that their their movie was nominated for an Oscar, so it was mm-hmm. pretty cool, too. So seeing the kids yeah. get the news, that was pretty cool. So, yeah, pretty heavy movie. Yeah, it was well done. Yeah, shot really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the next one, then. The last one. The last one 
um, was the NEFTA Football Club. Yes. Which I don't really understand. I don't know what NEFTA is. Um, mm. Maybe that's the town they're in? Maybe. Maybe. I don't think they explained it. Mm-mm, there's no like definite explanation of one. This one was kind of this one. This, this was kind of cute. This was cute, but I was definitely waiting for the shoe to drop. Mm-hmm, me too. Well, especially since we'd watch all these. Yeah, other all ones. these like we We're saw so heavy. many shoes dropping right. everywhere. Um, yeah. So the, the Nefta Football Club is this brother, uh, this two brothers, older brother and younger brother. And they're riding like a moped. Mm-hmm. No, no, they, they were playing soccer at the beginning, and then they're fighting over um, if a ball was in or out because they don't have lines the, the, on their field. On their field, so they have to kind of mm. like you know, old, like stick ball rules. So you just kind of like make the field up. You, you eyeball, eyeball it. it. Um, so then these two brothers have to. I don't, where were they even going on the motorcycle? I, don't know, I think they're just going home. So yeah, they're like thirteen. But but it starts off with also this. There's also. Um, doesn't the whole thing oh, start yeah, with the two guys in the, the desert? Two guys in the desert and the donkey just walks past the frame. So he's talking about, he's like, I don't know where he went. I put headphones on him and I smacked him just like you said. And so we're like, what is this guy talking about? Who yeah. are they looking for? They're like, I don't know where he is. And they keep saying, looking for this. We think, I thought they were just looking for a dude with yeah. headphones on. And um, and so then eventually we see this donkey walk by with Beats headphones on. Well, knockoff Beats. Knockoff Beats. But, but Beats style. Right, so beats designed. Right, so he's anyways a donkey wearing headphones. Yeah, and um, and he's thing. got his package or whatever the, to, yeah, to the carry satchel, the satchel yeah, thing. Right, so he just satchel. moseys by. So they're like, oh, okay. And then we cut to these kids riding yeah. on their moped. So yeah, they're riding around on their moped. Kids probably like twelve. The one, the older one, the mo- yeah. But it's crazy because they're just going through like this open desert land. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. like to be a young kid and just be on a motorcycle. So they're going, where are they? they just show up? What do they do? They just show up in a town? Or? I think they were going home. I think they were just driving home. Yeah, they're driving home from somewhere because they live in the town with the, with the soccer. With the, yeah, with the I football. don't know. Um, <laughs> so that's my, that's my uh, Spanish. But yeah, so they're, they're coming home and then they, they're, oh yeah, they're fighting about who's. Oh, the best football uh, the best player. best football player. Massey or. Um, Senna? Or am I thinking of another person? Mer. Oh, that's the motor. That's another the, name. That's the car racing guy. But uh, yeah, another guy too. I don't know. We don't watch any sports. No, but they're fighting they're over fighting who's the over, best. You know, classic stuff. Who's better, Jordan right. or what? You know, ninety stuff. So uh, yeah, they're fighting over these two soccer players, and then the little one's like, "I, I need to pee," and he's like, "Well, admit that so and so's better." And he's like, "I'm not gonna do that." And he was like, "If you don't let me off, I'm just gonna like pee right now or something right now." I'm just gonna jump. Yeah, he said, I'm just going to jump. So he's like, all right, fine. So they pull over and they have a little cart that they're pulling on the thing. So the kid, you know, runs up the, they're on a kind of like a rocky area. He runs up the rock and he keeps running up and he runs to the top. And then he's like, I'm going to go pee in um, uh, something with an A. The soccer player's country. Yeah, yeah. He wants to pee where the soccer player doesn't like. So I guess they live on the border. Yeah. Something with an A. I don't remember. Um, and so, um, it's really messing me up that I don't know what that is. Is it like Algeria? Yeah, I think that's what it is. And so he goes over the hill to go pee in Algeria and then he sees this donkey and the donkey's going by with the headphones. He's like, huh? 
So then, for some dumb reason, he like grabs the reins of the donkey and starts mm-hmm. pulling the donkey. He takes back. the headphones for sure. Yeah, he takes the headphones <laughs> off and he's listening to the music. He pulls the donkey all the way back and, uh, to the to the crest so his brother can see. And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I found this donkey." He's like, "Leave the donkey alone." He's like, you don't "Put know him why back." The donkey's here. Like, we're not gonna mess with this donkey. So he pulls the donkey all the way down, and then he's dancing to the music that's playing. And he's got some moves. Yeah, he did have some moves. He has some cool moves. And um, so then the older brother. There's some like some decent dance music that was playing that this donkey was rocking out to. Yeah. And so the older brother looks in the in the in the satchels and sees that it's heroin or probably heroin. That seems like more of that area. Yeah. Than cocaine. So he's just like, whoa, you know, and then the little brother's like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's uh, it's, a flower. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, it's not laundry soap. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, well, help me get all this laundry soap, uh, you know, in, in the We're going to take it home. And so the brother, the little brother has some on his fingers and he tastes some of it. And he's like, oh, this is gross. And he's, so he's like, be careful with it. So they're loading up. And it's like a lot. It's like probably like 24 packs or something. Yeah, a ton of drugs. Like if you were to take um, some sort of um, um, uh Pancake mix. Yeah, it was like the pancake, size mix. Of a pancake mix mm-hmm. that you get in the box. It was like 24 of those. So they fill it up, bring it back in the town, and it's late. They came home late because they were obviously wasting time, you know, filling this up, messing with the donkey. They don't want to tell their mom. They don't want their mom to wake up. We oh, never yeah. even see the mom. No, which we is don't. And the little brother does the classic thing talking super loud, super not realizing, loud. like, shut up. Um, His stuff that I like, did. Don't wake mom up. He's like, be quiet. He's like, I'm hungry. He's like, shut up. I just told you to be quiet. You got my leg itches. <laughs> you know. So he hides the drugs under like uh, this kind of couch thing. And uh, I think that was their bed. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was their bed. And so the next morning they wake up and he's like, he's like, uh, okay, don't go anywhere. I'm going to be right back. He said, stay yeah. home. Do yeah. not leave this house. So then, you know, that's obviously not going to happen because mm-hmm. he's a little brother. So then the guy, the kid, the 13-year-old kid, he takes a little bit of the drugs, takes it to these guys' uh, uh, motorcycle fix-it shop. And he's like, hey, you know, I found something. And they're like, oh, what? you know, go away, kid, go away. So he's like, no, check this out. And then they realize, like, oh, crap, this kid's got heroin. Like, we can make some money. So he's like, I got tons of it. So they follow the kid back. Well, they were like, walk. so, kid, you're not messing with us, right? You have stuff at your house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Don't, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. And they're like. Dude, if you don't have anything, this is a long, a long walk. Are right. we almost there? If you're punking us, like this is not going to be good. So they're walking and walking and walking, and he's like, "Okay, here we go." So then he moves the couch cushions, and there's nothing. And he's moving the couch cushions around, and Gone. there's nothing. And then All we see it. the little brother. He starts coming up with the two large bags, dragging it, and the camera angles from like the bag <laughs> from shooting the bag. onto him. <laughs> so you just see this little kid. He's like. Dragging it, he's like, "Hey guys, come here, come here, come here!" And everybody runs. Um, all the soccer players run up. And he's like, "Oh, I got laundry soap. Um, everybody take one." And so I'm just like, "Oh my goodness!" I thought and, I thought all these kids are about to do drugs. Well, I didn't think they were all about to do drugs. I thought that those two guys were going to show up and kill all of those kids because oh. we've been seeing all oh, these yeah. like horrible mm-hmm. things happening to people. So I was like, "Oh no, he's going to kill all these kids. He's going to kill a 13 year old kid. He's going to kill his little brother and all the kids." And so, um, yeah, so he hands it out to all the kids. And then the older <laughs> brother's like, 
uh, what did you do with all this? No, no, no. The older brother's still like, he's like, uh, and so the guys like push mm. him up oh, against right, the wall right. and they're like, oh, you've been messing with us. So then they they leave. And then we see the the dudes that had the drugs, and he's like, he's like, Oh, the guys the... in the desert yeah, who've been like, looking for their donkey. They're like, they're like he's like, Where's the donkey? Like you you said this is not. He goes, I did what you told you told me. I put the headphones on him and I played Hudell. Hudell. He's like, Hudell, who's Hudell? He's like, you know, the music he told me. He's like, No, I said Adele, like rolling in the deep, Adele. And he was like, Oh, and he's like the, the, the donkey's donkey trained. He's trained to to um come travel back. and come back to the music of Adele. And that's why we put the headphones on him. So they have this huge like who's done first moment with Adele and Adele. And so the guy's like, ah, oh. and then so, you know, he's kind of like, you know, like uh Abbott Costello or um or um um uh, Laurel and Hardy, you know, he's kind of mad at him and wants to hit him. And so they're out there looking for it. And then we see the older brother runs up and he's like, where's, where's the drugs? What did you do with the drugs? So where's the laundry detergent? (laughs) He's like, we used it to, to form the lines on the field. Now we don't have to argue about if it's out of bounds or not. And so then the movie ends with this zoom out of the field and you see it's clearly like crisply marked out with heroin. And then you see the the guys who the heroin dealers just searching in the desert. Like, I don't know where this Fighting, donkey is. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just keeps continuing to zoom out. And it's just this cute story of how so they funny. took this really disastrous drug and turned it into a thing for Such an innocent to, little brother. Yeah. So as the dust gets kicked up, they will get some sort of... <laughs> the game weird, will get more interesting. Yeah, they'll get definitely get more interesting. But I was just happy that the kids didn't die. Yeah, me too. And they weren't murdered by yeah. anybody. So... It was cute. It, it was, was a cutesy drug story. Yeah, it was. It was definitely the cutest drug story I ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was cuter than The Wire. Yes, and and uh, I just loved the image of the donkey walking mm, by wearing red, red headphones. headphones. I didn't know headphones could spread that far apart. Mm-mm. I would think you would pull them and they would just snap right off of the donkey's head, or like five minutes after you put it on the donkey's head, it would just snap yeah. right off of his head. So. Pretty durable fake beats, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. And the kids were super cute. They were cute. That little brother were, was the best. Yeah. He's so funny. They were funny. And he was silly. so precocious, as they say. Right. And I think it was just great that it was um it was a foreign film that wasn't so down. Cause I think right. that's one bad thing about foreign films, at least from an American perspective, is we we usually tend to think of people who are not in the European countries essentially as like downtrodden, never have fun, always impoverished. Can't, you know, no matter what, there's something going wrong or bombs are blowing up or whatever. And so this was just a cute movie that showed like, yeah, this isn't America. They don't have a Honda dealership where you can get your motorcycle fixed. (laughs) There's like dudes like working on it, you know, with the skills that they have. And whatnot, and there's kids smoking cigarettes and riding um, bikes, but that's I guess that's their culture. So, but it was cool that it was like a cute film that even took something that seemed like it would be bad and then right. flipped it right. to like show. Well, these I mean, innocent... yeah, it's like a twelve-year-old trying to sell drugs. That's right. not great, but it's still a cute little. Yeah, it was like the, a ten-year-old flipping it yeah. into a cute story. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was pretty. Yeah, I like that. Pretty cool. All right, so the big question is. 
Mm-mm, What's mm-mm. your favorite? My favorite. To win. My favorite. Um, I think a sister. It's a. It's pretty complex, and it definitely threw me for a loop. And I think I was. It was a very tense. Was it sixteen minutes? Mm-hmm. It's the shortest film. Yep. And yeah. I was kind of like, eh, I know. The whole time I was, I was like, worried for that girl the whole time. You know, and, and I think it touched on a lot of things in that amount of time. And it was very focused. Like, it's something that you can easily mess up because it's so focused. And it's something that um, could easily be boring because it's so focused. Mm-hmm. And they were able to do that. Like, all these other stories had a lot of different angles that it could go and different things. But this was like, look, we only have one trajectory. <laughs> Oh yeah, this and was just in it. the car, and this was in her in the office, and that right. was it. And there was two points of view, mm-hmm. and that was it. So you had to tell that story very well, and there was no, you know, wiggle room out of that, and there was no other like side story or side lesson or whatever. Right, right. So that's my that, that's what I would vote for. Yeah, I liked Sister also. Um, it's hard though to like say what you think is gonna win, because like they're all. Very compelling stories. Yeah. Right? So kind of just, it'll be interesting to see which one of them wins. Because I think, well, I was going to say Who any of them could win. Who cares what you think will win? <laughs> I want to know, what do you think is the best? Mm. I did like Sister. I liked a Sister. So I'll agree there. But I I, I liked them all. You they were all good. Sophie's Choice. How do I pick one? Sophie's Choice. Casario is like well done. And the Brotherhood. No. Okay, so I'm gonna stick with a sister. I like that was the first one we saw on Act. That one stuck with me. Yeah. But a yeah, sister. so we'll see. Currently though, we'll we see if um shorts.tv audience votes gets it right. Currently in the lead is Saria. Yeah, I think um, it's just, I think it's, it's so kind of like the. I feel like that's going to be the winner. That's going to be the winner because it's almost like the, was it the cat bowl or whatever? Was it the kit bowl? Kit bowl? Yeah, it's kind of like really tugs at heartstrings. Yeah. Because 41 girls died. Well, like, a, yeah, you it's feel a real. Like I can't vote against the death of 41 girls. Right. So I think that's one of the things that will definitely get it high up there to win. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it was well done. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it yeah. wasn't. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to go with, <clears throat> you you always go with heartstrings. Mm-hmm. You know, you always go with emotion. That's like the the biggest, all these are very emotional movies. But mm-hmm. this is like kind of right. like, it's almost like. The most. Yeah. If you, it's, yeah, it's just like if you vote against kittens or you vote against <laughs> like a, a a, a gay black woman. It's like at this point in time, it's like you've, that's the thing that's like. Well, if Kit Bull doesn't win, then you did vote against kittens. That's fine. I'm not a big fan of cats. <laughs> so, or the movie. All right. Well, there you have it. That was part two. Part two. Of the Oscar shorts. Yep. We watched them both in we one day. Both. Four or five hours. No. Total. It's only a couple hours. No, we got there five. 45 yeah left but it nine. the viewing time was yeah. not i know i know we spent an hour at chipotle or something 
Yeah. They got super greens now. I know. You were so excited. Like, You're dancing in they the aisle for like your spinach. Kale and spinach and Did you whatever. get kale? Yeah, it was I just saw green. I just okay, saw spinach. Well, I don't know. It was spinach and something else. The picture had kale, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got that, and I got half and half pork, chicken, and I got half and half white brown rice. It's good. I devoured it. I was hungry. I know. So. I couldn't. I couldn't stop. I know. So, as we say in any other podcast, Chipotle. Right, yeah. Chipotle, you, you are welcome to sponsor, sponsor anytime. anytime. We um, will take your Chipotle bucks. Right, your, ch- your Chipotles. Your Chipotles. And with that, don't forget to go to heywejustsawmovie.com where you can find um, more episodes. Um, hopefully by this time we're on Apple and all that junk. And uh, you can get all the links to all the other stuff. Um, you can support us on Patreon um, if you like what we're doing. And uh, yeah, just keep with us. We're we're working on you know making this not only fun for us but fun for you guys. Definitely give us feedback. Once again, tell on, us what you think on the website. You know you can get our email and email us and tell us what you love, what you don't love, and we'll suggestions, ignore what you don't love. movie recommendations. We're selfish. We might do that too. Yeah, stuff like that. And definitely on the Patreon, we have some little things that we are going to offer to people who uh, support. Yes, check it so, out. Yeah. On that note, hey, we're going to end this podcast. Au revoir. Happy to see